Yo, 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 what up, bro? Hey, what's up, my man? What you doing? I just was calling to tell you I think you're awesome. Oh, that's awesome of you. But really, it's you that's awesome. No, man, I'm the one who called you, so that means you're the awesome one. No, 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 man. Okay, there's like Zach Galifianakis hangover awesome, and then there's Zach Galifianakis out cold awesome. You are freaking out cold awesome. Okay, all right, listen, I appreciate that's super flattering, but I'm, I'm telling you, I called you to tell you that you are fucking awesome. <laughs> we like Woo! to headbang here in the mornings. <laughs> Get a little crazy. Even if you're not in the mood by the end of that, it's just like, yeah. I know. We've had many mornings where we'll be like fighting, just at each other's throats, and as soon as that music starts, we're like, oh, everything's right in the world again, and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. At each other's throats. Oh, sometimes it's knockdown. I do knocked not down. have enough energy to ever do that with Some, anybody. Sometimes so. it's knockdown drag out, and it's crazy. <laughs> so I fear for my life. I hide in the closet. It's 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 insane. You can laugh. You don't have to be quiet. Oh, okay. We've got a guest here today. <laughs> no, you're okay. I don't usually know what to do either. Yeah, no. We've got no, a you're good. we've got a guest actually in studio, which is kind of nice and and rare. Yeah, we in don't. these Corona times. Yeah, and yeah, you might hear some children screaming outside too. They're okay. It's great to hear the sound of children as long as you can see them too. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Otherwise, right. Like say, nothing's happening out there. They're just screaming at each other. Yeah, as long as it doesn't turn to cries, I think we're okay. <laughs> but yeah, here, pull that mic yes. to you just a little bit more. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. See, now you're a real podcaster. Now it's perfect. Yes. Absolutely. Anyway, we've got uh, <laughs> our good, beautiful friend Arian here with us today. Friend, she's our neighbor. she's our neighbor. Family. Our super generous, amazing neighbor brings us vegetables from her garden and whatever. I'm here for your child. Uh, banana kidding. cream pie. I'm the grandma. I'm, in your, cups. I'm, I'm Atticus. Is not oh, grandma. Yeah. Grandma. Ev- yeah. No, everybody in I our lives him. is here for Atticus. Our our parents. The, everybody want. It's yeah. we're here for Atticus. We we're used to this. Yes, I discovered that I had children, <laughs> and my parents were like, "Oh, we love you. We like." We really like these. But ones, we like but. them better. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They're great. Yeah. You get forgotten about when those grandkids come and then everybody else. <laughs> and yeah. that is why but. it's so easy to turn friends into siblings because you got a band together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, oh for okay. sure. Well, you can be my new brother and you're my new sister. And- <laughs> that's how it is, except for I think Atticus is a little more on the, uh, has, a, has a little bit of a crush on Angel. So oh, that's, totally. I mean, it's it's pretty... <laughs> I asked him the other day. It's I pretty said, cute. Atticus, why do you want to know where Angel is? And he's like, <laughs> Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, he's yep. definitely got a, a little bit of a crush. Last he night, all girls were cute. when they were hanging out and playing games in the garage, he was like on cloud nine. I couldn't even tell him to come in because he just looked so happy hanging out there. I'm like, all right. Best day ever. Yeah. So oh, I'm like, okay, sure. I'll give you 15 more minutes and then then it's time to leave Angel alone because <laughs> Angel's a little bit older. So I can only imagine having a... Oh, she loved it. She told me all about it. She doesn't have anybody younger than her and so he's a great option because he doesn't last a long time. Right. You know, he's not always there. Like a yeah. younger sibling is always there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, she it's kind of it. like how white grandparents love grandkids because yeah. it's like they can mess with them, <laughs> hang out with them all day as, as long everything. as they want, exactly. and then it's like, okay, now it's time Send to go. They needed this in this correction. Yeah, <laughs> feel exactly. free to give it to them. <laughs> exactly. So, and Angel is Arian's daughter, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I forgot to say that, but no. <laughs> so yeah, Atticus loves Angel. We love the whole family. Yeah, great, great it's people. like the neighborhood gang. It's so cute. Yeah, I yeah. love it. And you guys will hear a lot more in a way. 
this whole family is amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, totally. Yeah, so we brought Arian on because, <clears throat> I mean, we've lived here for like a year and a half, and we've been, you know, friends for probably that almost that whole time, right? Like, Yeah, I'm the creepy neighbor who's like, ooh, I see someone's outside. I need to be out there too. Maybe I'll check the mail. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it's like a compulsion to have connection with my neighbors. Sure. And sometimes that makes me the a lot of people the don't. talkative nosy neighbor, but I really just love my fr- my friends are my most valuable possessions. Yeah. They're my treasures. So Well that's one that's one hundred percent evident in how you live your life. Yes. And how you speak to people and talk about people and the things you're into. And that's why that's the one of the main reasons we brought her on today because you know, on our show we like to try to find the more the finer things in life as far as being fucking awesome the goes. Finer. Yeah. Like it, fine wines we're in like, life. We're high quality, be fucking awesome people and we try to find people <laughs> that can help us all learn to do that, right? And, you know, we've had a ton of different guests on and everything, but we've never really had one that's been like a spiritual guru of sorts. She's just multiple multiple She's multiple. multiple guru right now starting. <laughs> she, she is multiple that direction as well for but, sure. Like one of our first conversations went so far deep into the universe that I was just like, wow, like it blew my mind wide open, glued it back shut again. And I retained some of the information, but, but basically, I mean, we kind of just wanted to get you on so that people can, you know, kind of get a different perspective on life and like how to think, especially nowadays, like we were just talking in the car about how like nowadays, like people's, the way they're interacting with others, the way they're interacting with their own lives, like not taking stock of what's going on within them and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I, th- I think people just need more guidance. You know what I mean? Like, they just need yeah. something to go off. So we wanted to kind of hear your story. And like, how did you become this ethereal being that you are now? Hugging awesome. That's how we'd say it at my house. We have our own like <laughs> tribal lingo so that we don't offend anyone. That's good. Yeah. Well, and I'm and so for that, I'm sorry for oh, our show, but oh, no. it's called the Be Fucking Obviously, Awesome show. So we I'm have not to offended, say it. Yeah, but, I know you're but not. But I'm just going to tell you guys that there are some ways Love to it. be your authentic self without offending anyone, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's really hugging awesome to it be is able to do awesome. that. Because there are people in my life who wouldn't appreciate the wonderful verb, noun, all of it that the F word is. Oh, yeah. Capable of, you know, yeah. not fun, yeah. but, you know. Um, Anyway, so when I, I was not a very good person growing up. I, I didn't think so. Not someone that I was proud of, per mm-hmm. se. I didn't feel like I could be proud of who I was in probably the spiritual arena of my life. I was a, definitely an achiever uh, my entire life, and I liked to accomplish and do things because I, I like action, very action-oriented. Um, but as far as the way that I felt in my heart, and getting my heart to align with my mind, there was a huge disconnect. And I believe that in this current time of like crazy new adjustments that we've all had to make, there's this discord between the brain, which is like maybe a little over here, and the heart, which is a little over here, and you want to bring them into an alignment. And so when you're trying to do that and you're not a very good person, you start to look inside and then you can get lost in this swirling vortex of information and everyone's opinion and how you should do this, that, and the other. But really it's about taking time every single day to enjoy the world of spirit Mm -hmm. that you are, whether you want to admit that you are or not, you're part of this 
world of spirit where we all get to be connected and there's no desire to hurt the our bodies are our containers think of it as like a car or a vehicle that we get to drive or an avatar those things come with programs everybody has i can't i'm not good enough and i'm not worthy and those are three default programs that every single human has and so i dived headfirst into this world of knowledge not really meaning to it kind of came to me I was ready I went through something in my life that was I was like boy if I can get through that I can mm-hmm. get through anything mm-hmm. that was incredibly difficult and I was able to still feel freedom doing it and so only our choices that are really really hard that we make even mean anything if it's easy for you to do it means very little Absolutely. if it is actually hard then it means something because you had to push beyond this boundary. So for me, it was feeling happy inside and um, taking charge of that happy factor and and doing things that created inner happiness for Mm -hmm. myself. How I acted, how I talked to myself, Mm -hmm. how I talked to other people, things like that. And so during a time when everybody's a little bit on edge maybe because of they're they're stressed out from work or they're worried about their health or how are they going to get through paycheck to paycheck or mm-hmm. you know if you're on the other end you have awesome problems <laughs> like who do I get to spend money on today who could I find that would right. take some of my money I was in Vegas yesterday and this lady I asked to pay for her her purchase and she's like well why <laughs> it was just a funny it's question a form, and I said yeah. because you have a baby in your arms that's yeah. why and, and it had nothing to do with that but she couldn't argue because clearly she had a baby in her right. arms <laughs> so it was like it doesn't even connect but you should just let me do it yeah. and and so she did anyway it was it's so it really is more wonderful to give right than to receive things so if you've never tried that that is one of the key factors in getting out of a funk and getting into a progressive lifestyle is to create for someone else what you would want. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let's say you want to be wealthy. You would go and you would give away money because when you have a lot of money, it's like 50 bucks is no big deal to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like when you, when you see people that it does mean a lot to, it makes your heart warm and expansive and you're like oh i've got my eyes are leaking mm-hmm. why are they doing you know and it just you become overwhelmingly powerfully you right so if you're in a funk if you're feeling depressed if you're upset and sad you can make huge changes within first and without second and so you would just start maybe setting aside two or three dollars to pay for the person in front of you's gas station drink, right? Right. Something simple. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be anything big. But that those little tiny things are what over time create an entire kaleidoscopic picture of someone who's full of joy and happiness. Mm-hmm. But you have to do those tiny little daily rituals. And um, Jimmy and I were talking the word religious is often misunderstood. People think it has to do with churches, but doing something religiously means you do it every single day. So when you're trying to get out of that funk, right? I was in this funk and I was like, I've got to tell a better story. Because I was, at that time, I was a single mom 
and I had kids and I was receiving child support. Y'all was paid on time. It was wonderful, but I really wanted to support myself too. I didn't necessarily like having to rely on someone Mm -hmm. else. So, you know, just one of the little changes that I made, I grew up in a home where I feel like money was held on too tightly for whatever reason. It doesn't really matter. It was just with things where I was a little tight. And so I started to learn to live a lifestyle where we just give our extra away and it seems to come right back. Mm -hmm. So when you can create it for someone else to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm just getting money for no reason. Yeah. And we specifically set aside money to do that. Mm -hmm. And so when I had an opportunity (laughs) pop up, you know, in my very close soul family, it, it just, it is so much joy that you felt, right? The gratitude for being able to do that. Double or triple it, that's what I get. And so when when you think it's good to receive, it's so much better to give. And that is a very good cure-all for depression. If you're feeling depressed, step outside of yourself and see somebody else who's maybe suffering worse than you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and just step it up and say, hey, I, I get it. Or in, anything at all. When you're in a funk and you don't know how to get out of it, do something for somebody else. There is no better cure on the planet for almost immediate deletion of depression and guess what when you feel it coming back on you just do something else nice mm-hmm. and you're right. like oh i had to dose myself again <laughs> yeah so, right it's like continue to think of others fix. even though you're focusing and thinking about yourself i mean in the long right picture, it's it's a win-win picture. it's yes. for me yes i do for others mm-hmm. so that i can get my karma back when people say karma's a bitch i'm like only if you are Right. Exactly. I enjoy exactly. having karma and I wait for karma to show up and I am excited yeah. every time. Yeah, karma has it my knocks back. on my door. Yeah, karma has my back. <laughs> and so I went through that process of, of learning to be more open to just getting to experience life as a generous, giving human being where you don't hold back your gifts just because somebody's not handing you money for doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you step forward and you give and you give and you give. And you get paid quantumly, spiritually first. And most people aren't willing to receive that spiritual payment before they receive other payments in life. Mm -hmm. And so they become depressed. They become sad. They become self-focused. And so the best way out of a funk I have found, just what I did, you know, if it works for you, awesome. It usually works for the people who do it. So that's, right. you know, a key part there. <laughs> well, and if you do it with like the right intentions too. Correct. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> are you doing it with the intention to make it work or the intention that you're proving that it's going to fail? Right. Yeah. Are you still being your same way? Basically. Yeah. <laughs> are you still being that same person? I'm, I'm or are you really to you trying? your theory doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. That, yeah that's yeah. right. And it's just not their time yet. <laughs> yes. So it's all mm. about that perspective, how you want to practice seeing it. We call it PMA or positive mental attitude yeah Beautiful. you always have to have a pma that's right you do no pms no, pma is greater than pms um that's i mean that you're everything you're saying is true like when i do have the opportunity to do that like even if it's not monetarily like even if it's just being there for somebody yeah. even if it's just helping someone push their car out of the road if it breaks down or you know like i mean i tried to do that Anytime I see that happen and you do feel good about yourself, you know, like I helped a dude a couple of weeks ago, push his car. It was up we, they, we I was driving in hurricane and he was on like the main state road going down the hill into hurricane, but his car had stalled out like right at the top of the hill. And like, then it goes down into like 
into you know, the into the valley. And he was stopped like at the top, like probably, you know, 30 feet, 30, 40 feet from like the crest. Of course. And he was like out, like he was trying to push his car. He was in the median. He was trying to like with push his, his car with his door open while he's steering up this uh. little hill. So I flipped around because I passed him at first, flipped around, went and helped him push it up the hill. And he was just like, oh, man, you don't have to do that. This is this is all. I'm like, well, your two choices are either like park it here and walk somewhere or I can drive you somewhere or we can just get it up over the hill. You can coast down to 7-Eleven and get gas, you know? He's like, yeah, okay, sounds good. So I'm well, he like probably feels dumb that he ran out of gas. I mean, you well, know. absolutely. But he, like he already felt. I helped yeah. push him up the like I, I was like just get in the car and I'll push it up like it's not that huge of a hill or anything it's just on a little bit of an incline and so I got done and he starts coasting down and he like did the wave you know thanks and I'm like look back and my car is pretty far back you know because I had come, yeah. come around and parked it and I was like oh man I'm so tired <laughs> oh, like I haven't worked out like that in a really long time like I was like sucking air on the in the median of the main state road going into hurricane and I'm just like on my like hands on my knees like. <sighs> Uh, but it's, it's the same thing. Like I got back to my car and I was like, I mean, you still felt that, good. You were full that of the two minutes goods. of pushing that car, even though physically it sucked. Like it feels good to know that he didn't have to like, you know, do anything extra. Well, because we're all connected like that. Um, when you hurt someone else, you hurt yourself. Therefore, when you are good to someone else, you are good to yourself. These yeah. are the rules of connection, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you move up, remove all the flesh suits. We're more like a spider web than we are little individual dots. And as you're telling that story, it, it makes me think, um, how well are you at receiving? Like, how well are you that, doing at receiving? Exactly. So, uh, you know, the woman at the grocery store who initially, I don't usually ask people. I usually hand it to the checker and say, apply these to those behind me. Mm-hmm. But we'd also told her to go in front of us because she literally only had like two things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I got, she's like, or why do you do that? And I'm like, $2.17. You for real? Why? Because I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And clearly it means something to you. So, you know, we just, we like to treat people how we want to be treated. And that's, if I was a woman with a baby and the baby wasn't very happy, I'd want to go to the front of the line and somebody to pay for my stuff. So therefore that's what we did. Yeah. So the question is, how well can you receive? Because maybe there's somebody in line who wants to pay for your stuff and help you get out quickly. And if you say no, you miss that opportunity. Mm-hmm. So when somebody tries to give you things, sometimes we're programmed to say, no, don't help me. Don't give that to me. Don't. That's me 100%. Yeah, so stop take, that right now. I take yeah. no. Hard to receive. I take no charity. Like I try not to, you know what I mean? Even yes. though it's not like quote unquote charity, but I'm just like, so like op- I just won't bring it open up. Open those faucets. You know what I mean? So in your mind, mentally, picture your fist in front of you, right? Close your hand. And now open it up and pretend that I'm putting a $100 bill in it. Now, if you leave your hand open, how easy is it for me to add some more $100 bills? Mm -hmm. Pretty easy, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, what if you close your hand around it? Can Mm. I give you more? That's all you get. No, because it's going to fall off of your fist. Right. So as, as you become good at receiving... There's a lot that the source of all goodness has to give to you. Mm-hmm. And if you can be open to receiving it, it's much easier to do that when you're giving because you essentially open the floodgates by letting out the the stagnation that you've got and creating this energetic flow. And it just flows back you. and forth, back yeah. and forth. And giving, receiving, giving, correct. receiving. Yes. So if you can ask yourself, how good am I at receiving? Start taking the good things that people want to give to you. 
But, you know, if you're like my daughter and you're beautiful <laughs> and everybody always wants to give you what you want, you have to watch how much you're receiving <laughs> yes. and just well, and what, balance And that. what yeah, their yeah. intent in giving the constant is constant balance flow. Yeah. Yes. You got to know what other people's intent and what their, yeah. Yeah. What their reasoning behind it is because people do like to give to get, you know. They do. Things that mm-hmm. aren't always the most... They do, awesome and things. and if you are in tune spiritually with your humanity and the humanity mm-hmm. of others, mm-hmm. you will be able to literally see in their eyes, am I what they're true? Are, are they trying yeah. to manipulate yeah. me? Is Who this a are. gift with strings attached, or is this a right. gift <clears throat> that is given freely that has no expectation of being returned? Right. So when you can, when you know someone and the and their intentions, you know, a good question to ask is if if, if I'm in a funk. Mm-hmm. Am I giving of my awesome sauce enough? Because each one of us has something amazing within them that's bigger than even a podcast, right? Or a television (laughs) show. Or all of that. There's just something bigger that we all have to do than what we think that is our nine to five job or our, you know, whatever it is. We all have this bigger purpose that we came here to share our unique something. And yeah. it's up to us to find out what that is. And then it's also up to us to do that every single day. Right. If you can do that every single day, you're going to master it. And you're just going to get good at it. And you, people will come to you and be like, I want what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Give it to me. Mm-hmm. I need to, I need you to share it. And, and then you'll have opportunity after opportunity to share and give. And that is the idea of having that wealth. Right. So most people are very wealthy. Mm-hmm. They just refuse to acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. They have gifts and they have talents. And we're taught that money is the way that all of that works. But in reality, barter and trade are fantastic in my world. I love to be able to exchange something super valuable for something that costs me no money. It's just my skill. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, I, I think that is a awesome way to operate, again, in a spiritually healthy way. Yeah. So that was that was just more or less how I pulled myself out of my funk but how did you get to like where did where did the thought to start serving others and doing things for others like pop into your head when you were in that funk like how did you come to that point of knowing that's what you needed to do or or understanding what that could do for you (laughs) you know i was raised in a religious home um a a devoutly religious home where i I learned the do unto others rule Mm -hmm. yeah but it didn't really i didn't think on it per se um but i had seen uh, you know sometimes it's you can't learn from people who are really really close to you no because they're too close to you right and so my mother taught me that from the time i was young and i knew that in my mind yet i wasn't doing it right Mm -hmm. so i actually took a class from t harv ecker who talked about money and spirituality and one of the things that he talked about was service. And another part of just my world is service. Mm-hmm. Our mission statement is to serve, up-level, and heal. Mm-hmm. Which, it, you know, as we serve, we're going to up-level ourselves, which causes us all to heal. Right. Which is super the point of all of it, right? right. We all like to feel better. Yeah, yeah. We're emotional creatures. Yes. Especially nowadays, we are wired to be more compassionate. And when you have this side over here that's less compassionate and this side that's more compassionate, we forget that 
those are just two perspectives. It doesn't necessarily mean that you can't be kind to someone because you have a different perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I deal with an ex-husband who we don't agree on. We now agree on the color of the sky, I guess. We didn't <laughs> used to. <laughs> you know, we used to have a pretty much every opinion was different. Right. But we're, we're friendly with each other. We think about each other and what the other person needs, and we just make it bigger than us. Sure. And say, we agree to treat each other well. And I just transferred that agreement into my life after this class that I took. He was like, give it a try. And I was, I'm all about trying to see if something works for me. Mm-hmm. And you usually have to try it for a little while. Yes. And so as I was going through, I was actually going through a really rough divorce uh, that I would never wish to repeat. Yeah. I just decided that instead of being mean and vindictive through that process, mm-hmm. I would just act in a way that... I didn't have to look back and be like, oh, I wish I didn't have done that. This wow, and this. embarrassing. And right. miserable for Remember even when more I did years? that super stupid thing? <laughs> you know, yeah. I right. just decided I would think of it as I'm going to try and be proud of what I'm doing and be pleased with my own actions versus trying to make someone else in my life pleased with them. Yeah. I wanted to make myself uh, into something that I felt good about being. And that was. I, I just started to, I, I, sm- I started with small little things. I would meet with my friends and help them work through their stuff. We actually would, before I had named it, I would write thought therapy and DNA reprogramming with them. Hmm. And we would create a new story is what we would do. And so as you go through any process, you're, you're going to already know this stuff. It's probably come to you at some point. You mm-hmm. already know it. Hmm? Anything that I would say would simply be a reminder because you already know it and you already know it. And the person listening, all of you beautiful humans who are amazing and awesome out there, yes. already know this. You already know this stuff. It's just good to sometimes have it re- repeated out loud and, and remind each other that good creates good, bad furthers bad, fire doesn't fight fire. It makes more fire. Yes. So anything that you're putting extra out there, you're just going to get more of it. So if you want more of something, give more of it. Mm, love yeah. that. No, I mean, it's very true. Especially, <sighs> I mean, you could relate that to nowadays with, like, with all the election bullshit that's going so on and everything and going on. There's just so up. much like, like it, nobody agrees with anything about, or nobody agrees on anything with anybody about anything nowadays. You know what I mean? Like right. there's just so much of that. Like there's no give and take. There's only like, take my opinion and nothing else, you know, or take, take what I have to offer and I'm not going to give anything back because you don't believe the same thing I believe or whatnot. You know, like I love how it's just opening your mind, expanding to from what I can get or receive or whatever to like, you know, forget that for a minute. Let's see what I can do for other people. Yeah. How can I, how can I as a being enhance this other being to their full potential? Not, Oh, how could I drag them down and yeah. run them through the dirt so that I look good? It's like, yeah. how do you take your opportunity? Do you take the opportunity that's given, like right now, pandemic, election, blah, blah, blah. Like right now with this opportunity of 2020, are you going to take it and go higher and like you said, elevate yourself and do good and be a good person and, and give that to everybody around you no matter what's going on? Or are you going to run the opposite direction and basically what put yourself more in a hole or the negative or whatever it is. You just right. go the complete opposite way 
and go down with everybody else or, you know what I mean? Or whatever, whatever those people choose to do in the long run. I well, don't know. So I'm going to play the devil's advocate. What if I were to say, well, I don't feel like I can choose to do this. I don't feel like That's I'm true. choosing to be unhappy. There's, I felt that way myself personally. Oh yeah, I, I think felt everybody like, has. I felt like, oh my gosh, you're taking my happiness. I want to, I want to be happy and I just can't be happy. And I'm never right. You know, yeah. I had this story that was really whiny little butthole story <laughs> yeah yeah no you know? i agree on that we've all had we it. All have yeah it. we've all had it and and so as you asked yourself how to like how do you get out of that story mm-hmm. i actually teach people how to do brain coding mm-hmm. and you take the old program if you're really engrossed in it a lot of people have to have it validated they can't just tell a new story they crave the validation if it's their personality type usually mm-hmm. And some personalities develop where they just don't ever feel heard, no right. matter what they say. Mm-hmm. And so they're really wanting to feel heard. The DNA reprogramming allows you to feel validated as a person and to go, what I felt actually mattered, mm-hmm. even if it was really muffed up. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so if you learn that process of how to do that, then you can apply it into a real-time moment when you catch yourself having a... conversation with yourself that sounds really mean right then you do this little exercise called dna reprogramming and you're able to validate yourself feel heard and then literally give yourself that better thought and and to reprogram in the moment yes yes and that's ideal to be running around doing that but i also have a tool that helps people to do that because i started oh gosh when did i start this I started reprogramming my mind back in 2016. It was like the same year I found out that rocks and crystals were the same thing. I was like, oh, I just thought these were pretty rocks. You know, I, I had somebody was like, oh, no, these are actually a spiritual tool. And I had yes. them everywhere. And I, they were like, are you into crystals? I'm like, what are you? The look of them. What do you mean crystals? Like yeah. a goblet? Yeah, right. I, I didn't quite catch what yeah. they meant because I had just never thought of it like that. We had rock shops around growing up, mm-hmm. oh, but I'm, they weren't like a crystal shop. Yeah, right. it was, I was a rock shop. I was obsessed with right. rocks as a child. I collected rocks on the way home. I'd come home with piles and piles of rocks I have in my rocks pockets. From when I was like 10 years old. I didn't end that up. I have kept. I didn't end up keeping them, but yeah, for years and years and years. And then they made like the egg style rocks, and like I would get them for my birthday and Christmas. Like I had an obsession. It's crazy. Anyway, sorry that just no, like sparked think, something in my brain. I think because to I all did. Those fellow rock lovers out there, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking never about picked it back up. This thing called you rocks. Do you remember when I went and got rocks? With yes. Marcus? Yeah, and we have them lined out in our front. Yes. By the way, yeah. So they're these they beautiful there. rocks, like with all different kinds of creations and colors and things and i was thinking of creating something called a u-rock yeah and then what you do is you take it and you look at and appreciate all the different facets of these rocks because they're literally just laying around southern Mm -hmm. utah which is crazy yeah because if you look at them they look they're just amazing inside and the creation of them and i feel like that is how each person is is that if you really look inside and remember who you are you are all good. And any of the bad that you think you've gotten along the way, it's simply a barnacle that you picked up like mm-hmm. on a boat. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and you can get it out of your life and just live a better life. You really, really can. But it's very hard to do that if you don't have somebody cheering you on. 
especially yourself. And right now, I think a lot of us feel that way. <clears throat> a or lot can of feel that people. way. So alone that they're the only thing, they're the only person going through it or the only person that thinks that or this and that. And it's to another level too. Yes. So I, I, in my book, there's the inner cheerleader app that I talk about downloading. And I have a really good story with this. So I'm at my grandma's house. I'm trying to get, I, I had stored some things at her in her garage and her garage had a lot of spiders in it <laughs> and they were like the super crunchy spider webs that sound like a candy wrapper uh, you know just gross if you're a spider phobe i was like oh i'm melting and yeah, so i went in I and like get my boxes right and i at first i went in and like swept the room with a broom through the air that didn't really yeah. you know just get all the crunchies out of the way <laughs> and the whole time my grandma and tyrico were sitting over on the porch laughing at me because they could hear me Mm-hmm. But they couldn't see me. And I'm like, I'm fine. I got this. I'm fine. Look at that. I'm, you know, I'm just coaching myself. Yeah. Through this yourself. traumatic spider incident. You know, <laughs> not really, but. Um, no, I'm getting sweaty so, thinking uh, about Jimmy it right now. a hard time with <laughs> them. Oh, I hate spiders so much. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just, I'm working on it. And Tyrico comes, pops around the corner and he goes, give me that. And he rips the broom out of my head. Or excuse me. Oh, he didn't do that. He rips the broom out of my hand. <laughs> And he's like, I got this. And I'm like, oh, I had it. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. I'm sure you did. You do, you're doing great. And, you know, he just kind of teased me a little bit. But yeah. he took over because it didn't bother him. He did plumbing and he has seen scary, scary things. Yeah. <laughs> Spiders don't bother so, me. I mean, that's the problem. I've worked in area Not like in things where I've had to deal with those very scary things. And I can handle them. I just prefer not to. And yeah. they make me want to vomit my, if I think about them. It's gives, not a big deal. It gives my skin the creepy yeah. crawlies. And then from for about an hour or two later, everything on the floor feels like a spider. <laughs> oh, I always feel it for like 10 days later. I'll be like driving around like, it's still on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm coaching myself through it. He takes <clears throat> over and... I, I thought about it later and I really just, that's how my brain worked in default mm-hmm. was you got this, you can do it instead of the reverse, which, um, you know, some, we've all experienced that when your brain is full of lies. Mm. Yeah. I call mm-hmm. it a thought virus. It's a, it's a program that you got. Someone said to you enough times that you suck. Mm-hmm. Right. And we were mm-hmm. like, Oh, and you believed it because there's a, a neural pathway that your brain would just take, like a road, right? If you always walk the same way home, you're going to create a path and it's going to be compact. Right. It's the same way with our thoughts. When we take that path a lot of times, it's going to create just a, a s- very easy to walk on trail. Mm-hmm. And if we continue to take it, they're going to pave it as a road and, you know, it's just going to be the Build freeway. Build houses on there. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to, whole society is going to be sprung <laughs> up around that path. Right. And if you want to change that, you've got to change the way you think. Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes, uh, I know I had great resistance to it. And I tell people when you are, I guess I share my experience of, I did it and I'm pretty dedicated to this process. And I was like, I could do anything but this right now. Mm-hmm. Are there dishes? Yeah. Could I go fold some laundry? What could I do other than write in my journal? Yeah. Like I just yeah. didn't, I found myself so resistant to it. It was very difficult for me personally to sit down and begin this. And now it's something that I love. Yeah. yeah. I just do it. Yeah, and I love it. It's super hard for anybody. Like I've been doing it a lot lately where I've been trying to like focus on what's going on inside of me. You know what I mean? And I've noticed it like, you know branches out to everything else too but that's one of the hardest things that i've ever had to do is like take a look inside of myself and be honest with myself and try to come up with that understanding of like 
like kind of what we were talking about in the car, like you got to understand like why things affect you the way they affect you. But you don't have to let that be an excuse for why you are the way you are now. Zero excuses. You know what I mean? Like you have to be able to move on from it, learn from it, but still appreciate those times that happened so that you can so you can let it be a healing thing rather than a detriment to your your mentality, your spirituality, whatever. But that's one of the biggest things for me is maybe that's why I like doing dishes and stuff so much now. Maybe I've just like kind of like taught myself. <laughs> Meditation <laughs> to, yeah, dishes. Exactly. Oh, man, I he freaking does. love it. But it's but that's been one of the biggest things for me lately within this last year to almost two years now, I guess, since we've been down here is just really trying to like figure out not how I can take care of my family or how I can take care of, you know, kids or whatever, but like how I can freaking take care of me to be able to do these other things. You know what I mean? Everybody puts like external things, family, friends, whatever first all the time without like checking in with themselves and self-care it's been a huge thing since well and we've been lucky enough to move and get out of places sorry i'm gonna go on another tangent some people get so stuck even in their physical world and where they're at and i know that with us being able to move down to st george for me was a huge it just opened uh, more opportunities i guess we would say um but i wasn't also in that same state every time in that same pathway as you say or whatever too and i know that's hard you You can't just get up and move but there are, yeah, where you're at, you can still do some things. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry. Yeah. Well, there's... This whole self thing, you know, this whole past couple of years. We are so blessed to live in a beautiful place. Many people, actually million, a little over a million people come through here every year oh, to, yeah. to this view is a the beautiful place, place that we live. Yeah. There's something really unique about the land here. Mm-hmm. And when... There, what, what do you do like if you're listening to this podcast and you're like I live in a concrete jungle what, mm-hmm. what then mm-hmm. yeah how do I get to That's, connect yes. with earth yes Move. right it <laughs> goes back to I, I, mean, I buy rocks come and with I, there you go bring them in my house to your house plants. and I buy plants yes with, that, that live in dirt and I bring them into my home right and and I care for them and I spend time with them and I talk to them I'm probably crazy I'm like oh hello beautiful look at no, your new little leaf no, we, you know, I, we all need I to treat them like my homies and and you know I know this one likes to be sprayed every day and this one likes to dry out and be left long you know I just <laughs> they all have a personality mm-hmm. and people will ask me oh how do you have so I have like 10 green thumbs right you just got to learn what the plant likes it's a lot like love a plant right. will do very few things for you uh but unless you're aware of it then you start to see all the things that a plant actually does mm-hmm. for you right. it's it's like just sitting there but it creates beauty it can produce food it, mm-hmm. you know it can spontaneously pr- reproduce so our our world gets better when we're able to connect back to earth kind of like back to that original conversation that Jimmy and I had mm-hmm. when you're able to earth or ground, whatever you call it, earthing or grounding, just find some way to connect back to Mother Earth. Mm-hmm. She is the healer. She's the one who reminds your body what it is. It's yeah. made of her. It's She's made of got her. my back. That's I always say that. I say the universe, Mother Nature, she literally is my, my number one. She's behind me. And I didn't know that my whole life. This past year is the first time I've gotten more spiritual and into... You know, I love nature, but I'm always talked shit on myself too, where I'm like, oh yeah, I just know the stupidest things about animals. But I think that's part of what's been in my soul is that I connect with nature more. I just never opened up to it. And how you talk about how we're so, 
hateful to ourselves or some of us can be stuck in that for years. That's how I was my whole life for 30, 31 years. I would say that I constantly talked crap to myself and made myself feel like a piece of shit. And then I treated everybody else eventually in my life. And I felt like it, you know, it ruined it, all kinds of things stemmed from that. But then moving down here, we were able to take this opportunity and I found a few things that helped me with, you know, exercise and, and eating, right? I mean, those basic things too, you know, starting to fuel your body physically, right? And do you know why those make you feel better? Because they're part of the earth. Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yes. They're natural. They come from. <laughs> that is true. Yes. And exercise creates neural plasticity. Oh, yes. Anything like that. So anytime you're trying to change the way that you think, mm-hmm. adding a little bit of physical exercise or physical exertion to yeah. your day yeah. actually helps the brain become more plastic. I love walking. Like, I love walking my dog. I mean, I go up to the cemetery. I go through these trees. I love to hike. Like, that's part of my thing is the exercise. I'm like, that's my favorite is to be in nature. I mean, yes. to each is their own. Maybe, you know, you oh, don't enjoy that that well, much. But I love that. I think I that's do the too. best connection. I, amen. We drove out to... Um, the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we got there, I sat down and I just basically thought in my head, maybe, you know, sometimes when it just to let you into my mind, sometimes I am a giant, I'm just a cartoon. My <laughs> brain is like a cartoon. I just, it's crazy. So I sat on the edge of this big giant cliff at the Grand Canyon, mm-hmm. which is moderately scary, by the way. Oh man, you could it's see, terrifying. You know, yeah, like we it's like a bajillion foot drop yeah. and... These rocks don't look like they're super stable, but mm. they're pretty big. You know, like it, it was yeah. a cool experience. I sat on the edge and I was like, hey, I could uh, sure use a nice breeze on me right now. And sure enough, out of the up out of the canyon, a beautiful, like strong wind comes and just blows over me and Tyrico. And I literally asked it to stop. I don't know if I mean, I, I don't know if I did that or if I was just making things up. I'm not, nope. I'm open to either you one, did. but you either did. way, I made a magical play pretend story that was so easy to believe that I was like, oh, I just had a nice conversation with this Canyon and I'm ready to go now. Yeah. And it just felt like as I, so in, in my coaching program, one of the family ones, their wind represents, excuse me. Yeah. Yes. Wind represents forgiveness. Sorry. I had a moment where I was trying to recall, but wind represents forgiveness. So when you go outside, it doesn't matter what city you're in, there's air, right? You can <laughs> yes. always use this one. Yeah, sure. So if you're feeling bad about yourself or you're not feeling so great or it's hard to talk nice inside because your inner world creates your outer world, go inside and, and just remind yourself the next time you're in a nice breeze, close your eyes and experience what forgiveness feels like. Mm. Forgiveness feels exactly like that nice soft breeze. It just blows over your skin, mm. lets everything wash through. And just oh, feels great. Yeah. So you can literally listen to the way that the earth will begin to speak to you if you know the language of the land and, and what it can teach you. And so that's one of the things that I've worked with people on is, you know, to my kids even, what's the earth saying right now? If you're lost and you're not knowing what's going on, what is the earth trying to tell you? And there's a different... You know, each of the elements communicates a different thing, and I teach them all about what that yeah. is, and you know, our lovely hippie voodoo. Freaking amazing! Yeah, and if you don't know how to, <clears throat> you know, to if you need like a kind of like a guidebook, just go listen to the Pocahontas soundtrack. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Paint with all the colors of the wind. And listen to the 
Or hit, up, or hit up Arian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or the blue yeah. corn moon. Yeah, the blue, yeah, I mean, I would just, when you were just saying, like, well, with actually, the wind and everything, like, that started so going. True. Well, I do, I do shamanic work. Right. And, yes. and so the, the shaman were the spiritual leaders of the, tri- of the tribes, right. of the Indians. My mother loved Native Americans. She loved, she read tons of books. I actually, one of my little babies is of half Navajo, half mm-hmm. Mexican. And so I have this beautiful little flavor in my life of we get to embrace that because it's part of her and who she is. Yes. Right. You know, we found some native lotion and she goes, oh, I should put this on. She just has a really great sense of humor about who yeah. she is and, mm-hmm. and everything. Great outlook on stuff. And so, but yes, if, if you're if you're trying to connect to the earth, no matter where you're at, you can find a way. Mm-hmm. But it's a matter of do you live in a sterile environment where you never come into contact with a plant or any dirt or anything like that? Right. You're going to get depressed. There's just. Oh. Well, and it can be even you as. You move too far away can, from what you are. It can be as easy as just going outside and letting the sun beat down on your face for there like you three go. minutes. But like you're bare feet in grass. Like I. That's I'm a, you know, beautiful. everybody that listens to this show probably knows by now, but from my social media that I'm a ginger and I sunburn real freaking <laughs> easy. But. Guaranteed, there's a couple times a day when I'll be on a job site, standing out in the sun, you know, all covered up. I've got a hat on, a hoodie, long sleeves, everything, where for a little while, I'll just take all that off and just like let the sun just like soak into me for a minute until I start feeling a little toasty. Then I'll go put my hat back on and some of that. But it really does do something to like, it it does like rejuvenate your body. Like it makes the, I don't know. Can, like I the do. science behind it, Can I which is what I was going to ask you. Yeah. But it makes me feel that just for that little bit of time and, and even for the rest of the day, I just air. feel like, because uh, I start work when it's super dark out, you know, like I started like three, four in the morning and it doesn't get light nowadays till almost seven o'clock in the morning. So for a few hours, but as soon as that sun comes up and I can feel it, I'll take off, you know, just so I'm not totally covered up and it just it's better than drinking like five cups of coffee it just makes you feel like all right rejuvenated now i'm awake let's do this you know and it's the real vitamin d if you're in a concrete (laughs) jungle with nothing around you like just go outside and let the sun beat down on your face for a minute it'll help so much yeah oh yeah well i lived in a city for a while and i forgot that i missed trees Mm -hmm. i i did we're from up north we're from up north and it's just non-stop city even though we lived up at the top of the canyon right below parley's canyon that goes up to park city utah at the very end there we still just houses all around us all the way up the top of the hill and and traffic all the freeways around us gray skies and it it was really hard because i have always i've loved to just get dirty and be camp as a kid camping was my big thing i have side of you know boating whatever but you, I lost complete sight of all of that because I just, yeah, you feel like you get sucked in to this city, just concrete, like you said, the concrete. Go. It's the go. And go, 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 go uh, constantly. And everybody on that same go, go, go. It, I don't know. It got, it, I, I didn't, they, I wouldn't I realize that until I left. Race. Yeah. I didn't realize it until <laughs> I left. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for me still um, to go up there because I don't know being digging up all those feelings and now i'm in a different place in life that uh it's hard it's hard for me to go up there sometimes well, it's hard to go I back to somewhere the, where you don't want to be yeah you know what I, mean? I just like, i just feel all that heavy, it's like being heavy, at like heavy, an heavy. amusement park with really shitty rides you don't want to go back <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah but anyway right, it's what like you meant i forget about nature i forget about being and then we moved down here and we have every type of nature and down it's here. so oh, beautiful my like goodness. i white fluffy clouds okay i gotta remember this <laughs> So you were asking what the oh, sunshine sorry. did for you. Yes. No, it's all right. It's called a wraparound. Just wrap that yeah, back around. It's all coming back. So when you go out in the sunshine, 
And and same with sitting around a campfire. You guys know the joy of sitting around a fire? Oh yeah, I love it. Even if it's, it's a, my you know, even if it's a gas fireplace, everybody loves sitting around a fire. Why Watching do we love it. to sit around fires and be in the sun? Because it fills our body with what we are made of. We are children of the light. Mm-hmm. So when you digest food, what creates the ATP, the energy that your body is able to use, is the splitting of the particle, and what is released is a light. Right. Like a little light. Mm-hmm. And that is what the life force is that allows you to live. Sunshine and fire produce infrared rays. Mm-hmm. So I have in my home a regeneration station, which Ugh. you guys both laid in. <sighs> it's the most amazing People, thing in the you, world. Yeah. If and anything, you need to. <laughs> it, it uses infrared light combined with crystals from the earth. It's uh, The one that I've got is about 15 pounds of amethyst, the really, really big one. If you had it in your home for luxurious purposes, it's about 44 pounds. Dang. You know, so it's, it's basically like having your own crystal cave. When you go and you lay on that, combined with the healing power of sound and light, the body is allowed to regenerate because it's in a relaxed state, which we would normally have to achieve through hours of yoga or meditation. Oh, right. yeah. You can't. You don't get that from just sleeping. No, you don't. <laughs> no. And, and so when you're able to lay there and do some thinking, your inner world creates your outer world. It just does. Oh, the inside will literally begin to reflect to the exterior what's going on. So if your room is messy, it means that your thoughts are a little messy or something inside is chaotic. Mm-hmm. And and so your exterior will show you where you're at. If there's something you see that you don't care for, you're going to see it outside. And you can notice that it came from the inside. So those infrared rays allow you to feel rejuvenated because they're powering on like, you know, like solar charge. Right. Mm. So if you're not able to get outside and connect with the earth, I, I have a tool that allows you to get on it and reconnect with the earth and use it as an earthing mat in your home. If you're stuck in a tiny apartment, if it you're is, so it is awesome. mind blowing. It is, it is, it is mind blowing. It, it really is something like, else. And we, I've only done it once. We've only, I've only, only done, done it once too. Yeah. Arian tried to get me on it for a while. She's like, you just need to come over sometime. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll come over sometime. Jimmy's like, Crystal? And then it was like what? one more, one, one afternoon. She's like, well, and I wasn't like, like you're not naysaying it, it no, but I would no, just no, no. like. But your yeah. your body finds ways to get out of relaxing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was just one. It was just one day. Relaxes. She comes out. I was outside doing something, and she comes out, and she's just like, "Hey, what you doing?" And I'm like, "Oh, you know, nothing, just chilling." She's like, "Cool, come over here right now and lay on this table." And I'm like, "I don't." Okay. <laughs> like I was thinking about it. I was like, but I've got things. T- I don't have anything to do. All right. So I went and laid down on this thing, and it's like, you know, tucked into the corner of the of the room and stuff. So I climb up on the table, and she puts these headphones in me. And all of a sudden, all this, like, mad bass from this soundtrack she has going, like, starts hitting my ears with the headphones, so you can't hear anything. Then she covers you up, so you're all, like, you know. And a warm blanket, warm you guys. Warm and everything, and then turns on like the vibration and stuff goes with the bass and with like the music and stuff like that um, like it yeah. feels like waves and i could not relax for like five minutes like That's... i i flat out thought i was gonna throw up for the first little bit because i was <laughs> vibrating so much and then like it, but after that it was like my body started kind of going numb like my butt started feeling numb you know my legs were stuck kind of like you're accepting it is where well, you're coming but at. <laughs> i still was like kind of like having this like anxious feeling like 
what if I'm not, what if I'm broken? What if this doesn't help me? Was relax? your mind racing too? For like a while. At the yeah. very beginning, your yeah. mind races. For like the first probably like five, yes. 10 minutes. The whole time yes. I was having this like mini kind of like panic attack inside of myself. It's funny because I, yeah. but, but I'm just, I was I'm really weird about being closed anyway. You know what I mean? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. when I'm, when I sleep well, in bed. And, and mention that you're, so it's like sensory deprivation. Yes. You yeah, I couldn't see. Feel. Yeah, I couldn't see anything. You're doing couldn't is hear anything. And, and listening. Yeah, I couldn't, you can't hear anything outside. You can't, you can't even feel the air because you've got this blanket but on you, you don't want to move mask. either it's one of those it's one of right. those but so i'm and laying there and yeah like i was but you know how like when i sleep in the bed like even if it's cold in the room i'll still have the blanket off me a little bit because i don't like being enclosed and stuff so i was having this like mini panic attack for the first little bit and then all of a sudden i was just like saw colors it was like it was it was the weirdest yes. thing in the yeah. world yeah because like and then it was done, but like I saw like colors and like I like the music was really beautiful music. The soundtrack was amazing anyway. But I found myself like the colors not dancing like they weren't dancing to the music, but it was just like everything was so in sync Flowing. with each other, and like my body got real warm, you know. And I stopped vibrate like I stopped vibrating. Like I could still feel it, but I couldn't feel it. Well, I think for me, my favorite part is when you take the the sound and light work together in such a synergistic way. And when you just separate the two and you take it from sound and light to just the light, mm-hmm. that transition moment for me is mm-hmm. when I get to feel like a lake in between mountains where all my rippling water mm-hmm. is becoming still. Oh, oh yeah. That's, oh, what, that's yeah. exactly what I was saying. Like, that's what I meant was like, all of a sudden, I didn't feel the vibrations anymore. Even You're though like, I could still feel it, I didn't feel like I was like I just felt like I was just even. I was, and it was floating and melting amazing. at the same time. Well, then she's like, "Okay, we're done," <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" It was like three minutes. That's a thing too. But time it was like an hour. It was yeah. It was like an hour. Yeah. Yes, time is non-existent on yeah. there. So or maybe it's existent. But for a good like week after, I felt amazing, and so, I still feel good. But I'm. It's been a while. But like for a week after, you still have that whole like. And she's going to This, like, is so much better. I know. I'm trying to say how I felt. I know, I know. But I was like, this, like, everything is, like, the stuff Atticus does isn't so annoying right now. Like, everything, like, there were just some weird perspective change throughout everything. It was so crazy. But it's it's awesome. It's like what you need in the moment, too, is what I, well, I've only been on it once. And it might be from what you need for the next week of your life. But for me, it was just, like, what you were looking for in that moment is what I got out of it. Like, well, what I've been searching for, maybe, for a little bit. Imagine if you could have that every yes. single day. Yes, yes. So when, when you're trying to... Um, so I have a, I had a, a PTSD moment. I don't think I have PTSD, per se, but I no. had a resurfacing trauma as I'm up-leveling, like, new things come up and out, mm. and I... I woke up from this dream and I was, my, my body was like releasing this old story mm. and it was just shaking and blubbering and crying. Like, you know, I was just like, oh my gosh, it's from an external perspective. I was kind of like, what is wrong with you, Arian? So I just went and laid on my mat. It was in the middle of the night. <clears throat> I couldn't really calm down. And so I went and laid on it and it instantly just takes your body into a place where it can relax, restore, and reprogram itself. Mm-hmm. So as you're laying there cocooned, do you know why I cocooned you? To freak me the fuck yes, out. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Correct. Just kidding. So the reason that you cocoon is because you are literally in the quantum realm. Yeah. Anybody who listens to anything that Joe Dispenza does, he teaches all about how to get there. It's, it's a process, right? Mm-hmm. But if you want to get into the quantum realm without... With, 
Atticus can do it, right? He's yes. five. Yes. My 10-year-old can do it. My 13-year-old can do it. My 15-year-old can do it. They don't need to know anything. My 80... No, sorry. She was 79. Nope. Sorry. My grandma. She was old. She's <laughs> almost 90, actually. <laughs> I'm like thinking in my head <clears throat> how old she was. She, I asked her how she felt about it. She goes, oh, I feel like I died and went to heaven. Mm. And when the anybody who usually gets on this thing at over 65 years of age, they notice a lot more because their batteries, you know, charge is oh, way low. Right, yeah. So higher response rate. <clears throat> but when you get on that mat and you allow yourself to relax, it takes you into the quantum realm that would normally take people a long time to go there. A lot of meditative practice you know, a, a daily practice Constant, is great. Constant, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so if you're able to do it, you know, just once a week, fabulous. Mm -hmm. That's a place to start. Right. If you're only on it once a day, even better. If you don't have one, just get a sacred space created in your home. We call it a sacred empowerment oasis. And make a, a space where you can just go and relax yeah. your body mm -hmm. can, entirely. So when you can relax and you're having a hard time, let's say you're having a difficult time emotionally, you're grabbing onto something that you're not willing to let go of and you're not sure why. Right. But your emotions have just glued onto this thing. If you're able to take your entire system and relax it, the emotion will not get logged in your in your cellular system. Mm -hmm. It will flow through you and not stick to you. Yeah. And so, like for little kids, they are on and off of it because they're very emotionally resilient. That feeling mm -hmm. that you're talking about mm -hmm. is called emotional resilience, and that's one of the things that you will find is an after effect of of that. So when you're able to do that on a regular basis, you know, just pr practice relaxing. How many people do you know? I mean, I feel like I don't do enough, and I feel like I probably do it more than most oh, people. Oh, you absolutely. Yeah, I don't oh, do it at all. No, Jimmy ever. never. I still do my yoga. Well, sometimes. I haven't been as good these days. but Or I just have my literally breathing moments. Like, I'll literally plug my nose and do breathing breathing exercises. And in the just, car, in between lines, yeah, you know? Yeah, no, I do. I do. Because I... I don't know. I'm also a very high personality. Yes. Well, me too. I'm like <laughs> so, that rubber band that's all twisted up. Yes. Going, you know. Yes. So, so I use it a lot. But but I don't. I need to do it way more. I know. And longer I, periods. I know. So. And I'm right there. So you know. <laughs> I know. No, we need to take more advantage of that thing because it is amazing. And and with me, I get home from work and I get Atticus, take him to karate, all this stuff. So my relax time usually is like, I get to watch whatever I want to watch for just a minute while I lay down while he's like, you know. Playing, playing with friends or doing whatever he can do for just a well, minute. Well, you should definitely come and relax yep. on my relaxation. Yep. I, I call it I a 30-minute vacation from my my life or my problems. Yeah. I, it makes me feel like I live on vacation. So because the infrared is coming up yeah. through me, it's like the equivalent of laying in the sun. Yeah. Oh, it's right? so weird. It's so, the weirdest thing ever. And it, you guys can get these. Like We'll obviously talk about it a little bit more here in a minute, but... These yeah, we'll, mats, if you're interested, I mean, all this stuff, we'll by put the way. where you can get a hold of Arian, for sure. If you want one of these in your house, you can have one. <laughs> yes, you, you can have one. We're, we're also in the process Doing... right now of, of making them available to, I, I've got a couple places that I want, I'm starting with, where children can have free access to them. Yes. And then um, adults will have affordable access to them yes. as well out she's, in the community. She's so. creating some, <laughs> amazing, some amazing, insane stuff. stuff. Oh, I love it. So yep. much. But all, all that stuff Anyways. that you see, like yes. that you saw, those colors, that response is something that I so enjoy hearing. I actually have a couple of videos so if you guys wanted to make one. Oh, yeah, we'll make so it. I need to do cool. it again because yeah. I, I don't recall that. Yeah, you do. 
well, as we're talking about it, but... Um, it's okay. Not everybody has the same experience. No, and I know that. I know that for sure. Because I felt like mine went more of like just a, where everything shut off eventually. Right. And I was focused on one thing. Well, and so it's not like darkness, but Paul, I don't have know. You ever, have you ever heard of a hemisync? It's when no. the two sides of your brain mm-hmm. start working on the same playing field. Okay. So right in between the brain, there's two halves that yep, are connected. Yep, you have the separation. When yep. they start talking to each other, mm. you get really, really upgraded thought ability mm-hmm. and focus. And mm-hmm. that is a beta state that we're in. Most mm. people are chronically in beta, which makes for chaos. Mm-hmm. So... Beta is meant to be a smaller period of time Mm. that we're able to just lay down and focus. And so if you have any kind of meditative practice, you can measure that with a tool called Amuse. Mm. It's a headband that you can put on and it measures your brainwave Mm. output and it tells you whether you're in an active state, a neutral state, or a calm state. Oh. And um, you can put that on, right? Yeah. So I am in a place now where I can, with the aid of this tool... Mm-hmm. I'll be real with you. My meditation practice was not what it should have been. <laughs> you know, I just, well, I felt like I could have done it better. It was yeah. gnawing at me. And so I, I got something that helped because relaxing the body is just overall good. It allows you to reprogram. Absolutely. Right? Just, it's the same as why does going on vacation feel so good? Why does mm-hmm. waking up from a nice long night of sleep where you yes. really rested, feel good. Yeah, I mean, you're not it's, a sore in the morning after your workouts. Like when I get a good sleep, man, my body physically yes, <laughs> recovers. Absolutely. And <laughs> and these help with insomnia. I've got quite a few people who are, you know, looking at them because of what they do for insomnia. And if you're working, 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 yes. it's really easy to ha- have insomnia and, and to be able to teach your body a routine to go to sleep yes. and to wake up. And the body loves to do the same thing over and over and over and over. Mm. It's the soul that's like, let's have some uh, excitement, please. Uh, uh-huh. And so the world creates some excitement for us. And then we're like, whoa, that's too much. Yeah. Right. And so Overload. as you lay on the mat, it teaches your brain to work together on both sides and have a range of healthy uh, brain activity. Yes. Instead of just one type of food, we're having all the kinds of food. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. We're adding in the different flavors. And my brain was talking to me and it was making fucking sense for once. <laughs> yeah. It allows you <laughs> it's to focus. So crazy. Right? It was so crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah it's an, it was it's a an amazing Beautiful, beautiful sure. thing. And we'll yeah. have, we'll put like the links on how to get a hold of Arian in the show notes and all that stuff. Because if you want to look into it, it's, I mean, I shouldn't say if you want to look into it. You Everybody should look into it because it's seriously amazing. Just like, go look at it. Yeah. Look it like, up. Take a look at it. Talk if you can't it. afford the mat or whatever, you know, she's working on we getting have other these. Options. There's in, other things. Yeah. She's working on getting these all across the whole world in different spas and whatnot to like get <laughs> the this going. The big picture, yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm just saying eventually there's well, going to be opportunity. Humanity needs to learn to relax, right? Mm-hmm. And just oh, for sure. go with what is being created. But as a individual, on an individual level, we sometimes struggle with relaxing. I know for me, I I like to sit down. A lot of people sit down and watch a television show to relax because they don't have to think. They zone out. Yeah, yeah you just, just not, zone out. Nothing about. Or they mm-hmm. have a hobby or, or something yeah. that they yep. do. But how often do we just sit down and focus on one thought? Yes. For an extended period of time, and if you can sit down. Focus on one idea and yes. allow your mind to 
create and like recreate, but the same idea, not let it run, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, look, there's Stay. idea one, there's idea two, you know, no. and it, your mind wanders. Just ask yourself your idea and stick with that. <laughs> That's what Einstein did. He said, how do I solve this issue? And then he would allow himself to just focus on one idea for an extended period of time, playing out the different scenarios and ways that it could be solved. Right. Mm. And his intuition at that point, right, that sixth sense Mm -hmm. kicked in and he was able to see the solution mathematically. Mm. And so if you can teach your brain to focus on one idea, not just for one day, imagine if you could focus on one idea for an hour of like dedicated focus or even 10 minutes mm-hmm. a couple of times a day mm-hmm. what could for you accomplish days. if you focused on one thing at a time until you got it done like that's powerful right there yeah oh absolutely absolutely that's what i'm lacking for sure my <laughs> mind's like i'll have an idea and then three days later i'll be like oh i remember i had that pretty good idea because then my brain just like oh what's this what's this oh yeah I'm and gonna he's do a very that too. creative I'm gonna do this brain too. i'm gonna so do this too he's always or i let other people's like outside you know things that they're going through influence me because then i'm like oh i need to help this person do this or i need this or i need this or i need to talk right. to this person about this and then i'm like what was i thinking about so i've actually gotten really good about like writing down when i come up with something like that i think would be something worthwhile of thinking about and, and working on and stuff i'll hurry and write it down because I know for a fact, if I go four more minutes without thinking about it, it's going to be gone. Well, uh, did you know that journaling is actually a way to increase your own mental processing? Oh, yeah, I do that for sure. When, when children are small, I took a class at BYU about from parenting. Yeah. Uh, when, when I had my first child, because I was like, help. <laughs> no. I definitely need classes. Yes. So when you are able to be mentally developed in an area, you won't need to speak of it anymore. You'll be able to process quietly. Mm. And you'll see children do this because you'll be driving in a car and they'll be like, tree, sidewalk, car, driveway, sky. You know, they just narrate everything mm-hmm. they're doing. That means that they are processing. Right. So if you've got, like like Jimmy was telling me, he has a friend who needed to process the same event over and over and over verbally. Well, Mm -hmm. another method that actually is a more empowering method is to write it down and review it Mm -hmm. or to to silently process it. It allows you to create more neural connections to actually integrate the information and the learning experience that it was into your system versus just having to verbally vomit it to all of your friends. Be like, can I vomit on you? I don't know. That's a sick story. So, you know, you just kind of have to, at some point, say, how do I make the story go away? You need to write about it. Because yeah. the eye and the hand and the mind all work together. See, and I do not right. journal. Most people... I'm so bad with that. You were good for you a little were, while, like, writing down your... When I first started all this all, journey, yeah. I would say I was. And then, no, but, I mean, just the way you talk about it, I'm like, no, I know that that's definitely something that, for this brain... Well, even... <laughs> so even for your children... So much. Like, Atticus is five, right? Yes, yes. Buy him a journal. One of the things I did with my children is I said, this is a gift to your future self. Mm. you'll be able to remember your childhood if you Mm -hmm. write it down. So even if he just draws pictures and stuff too. Yeah. Just whatever. It's a connection to your own past. Mm. Oh, I remember when I drew that because this. Oh, I journaled as a kid always, always. That was was part of when you say you grew up in a religious family. Yeah, those were things that were already integrated. So I used to all, I have so many journals Well, I resisted them. But anyways. So, you know, mine are like two sentences. (laughs) That's how mine My mom made me write in my journal. My friend said this to me today at school. That's how (laughs) mine were when I was a kid too. But it is is crazy you say that. They say you write a letter to your 
yourself and read it 10 years later. Yeah, you, you're literally creating a gift for yourself so that you don't have to go back, you know, like you don't have to go to therapy, you go right. to journal. Yeah, I'm going to go read my childhood and see how I felt about it and fix it internally versus whatever. But it's never too late to start, you know, if you don't yeah. have children <laughs> and you are still feeling like one, start journaling. It'll help you to mentally process what's going on within you. And it takes it and it births it into the three-dimensional world out of the mm, fifth dimension, mm, which is mm. where you're creating it, right? Mm -hmm. Or most people are bringing it out of their fifth chakra. And this is uh, a mold, essentially. This is where we create a mold that is going to pour the reality juice of the universe into it. Mm. And that's what's going to create it. Mm. So if we're Next speaking this horrible story but we really should just have been processing it. It's better to write it out. Mm. Same, it's the same with good stuff too. Write it out. Give it birth into this world onto paper. It becomes three-dimensional. Actually, it's two-dimensional. Sorry. <laughs> but you'll create it. You know, like you don't build a house without plans. Yeah. You True. have plans. Yeah. So if you want to create something, write it down. That's a damn good idea. Yeah. And I mean, you already are I do, doing I do do that, not to that extent, not not with that intention, I guess I should say, all the time. A lot of times I'll just write down like, a real quick, like the idea of it. And then I'll go back like three months later, be like going through my notes on my phone and be like, oh yeah, I remember I was supposed to think about that again or like work on that. But it still brings it back. It's just like you said, like it, I remember like where I was when I was driving to it and then what my thought process was on that. You know what I mean? But it's just, it goes, everything goes back to intention with me. Like, I just need to, you know, continue writing with more intention on, like, doing what you're saying, like, giving it birth, like, making it a, a reality rather than just, like, thoughts on a piece of paper. Right. And go back to it if you need to. Yeah, exactly. And once right? it's on a paper, you can turn it into a plan. Once yeah. it's planned, you go, okay, I need to start doing this. What's the daily step that can get me there? Yep. Mm -hmm. What can I do every day that's going to get me to my end result that I got to start with? Mm -hmm. So most most of us have a hard time eating an elephant in one bite. Yeah, I got to <laughs> eat it bite by bite. stuck in my throat. <laughs> Trunk in there. So I just, I feel like if you can just write it down and review it on a daily basis. I did this with light switches with my kids mm -hmm. um, when they were young. I totally, I wrote a paper when I was 17 called Brains of Clay. It's basically how to brainwash your children. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I should let you read. I still have it. Yeah, you should. My, my teacher gave me like a, a, a grade on it that I'm like, oh, you didn't see the content? Yeah. Why did you check the punctuation and grammar? Yeah. Content was beautiful, sir. Anyway, so when I would tell my children things, I would let them know straight up. I'm like, this is brainwashing. This is me giving an idea to you that I want you to run with and own, mm -hmm. right? Mm. And then I would also say, oh, I don't care what you think on this one. This is what I feel like. There's lots of opinions other than mine. Right. Find your own. Mm -hmm. But there was things like like the journaling mm -hmm. or how to treat each other, kindness, that I'm absolutely like, these are things that I really want you to just envelop and make them yours. Yeah. They're yep. a truth that you'll find to be true later. Mm-hmm. So there's hacks of yeah, programming no. yourself. Writing there's it down so is a great one. Much, so much that can go into all of that <laughs> stuff. It's crazy. Well, okay. So what I did was I wrote down, please turn off the lights because they were leaving all the lights on and my electricity was yeah. out the roof one time. Yeah. So I just put one of those on every light switch and I left it there for the first seven months we lived in this new place. 
where they were doing it. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I programmed them. I'm like, turn the light switch off, please. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And, write a and it's, note and on it's something that you door. wrote down that you read every mm-hmm. day or and you, every minute you probably or whatever. go to my house and you see all these little note cards. Yep, she still does, yeah. yeah. They're still on the wall. I think the one that's up there now is, what would you like to create today? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that and then was... put one on Atticus's door that says, quit whining. <laughs> just have him see it all the time. Like, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to quit whining. We'll put... I forgot about that. <laughs> we'll word it differently. <laughs> yes. Quit being a pussy. <laughs> Something Stop. like that. I don't know. Something like that. I'll figure it out. I'll Joking. figure it out. Everybody knows. I'm just playing. <laughs> but yeah, holy crap, man. That's that's why every time we like either of us or both of us at the same time end up talking to you, we both come in the house and we're just like, motherfucker, that was crazy. Like Oh, just but the good, way, crazy. Like you make uh me like well, it's just need the way to just that, continue it's expanding the way that you everything. like help like I don't know. I don't know the right word even. Like you just help like flip things on their on their heads. You know what I mean? Like it's a paradigm shift. For sure. Like I'll be telling you something about something. You're like, yeah, but what if you looked at it this way instead? And I'm just like, huh. <laughs> yeah, I could do that and make things a lot easier on myself. Or you she, know what I mean? Like she brings the light to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, it's just a whole different perspective <laughs> switch. So definitely one of, amazing. One of my friends calls me Tinkerbell. Yeah, and and he's like, you just go around and. Sprinkle, Sprinkle. happy yes. Oh my goodness. That's 100% it's so true. true, you guys. Even her energy, you can just feel the energy and aura like yeah. as she walks out of her house. <laughs> oh, for sure. Atticus can smell me. I swear. Oh, he can. <laughs> he, I smell Arian. He's close. He can. He'll be, he'll be inside and he'll be like, like look out the window. He's like, I'll be right back and run out. Hey, Arian, look what I can do. Like, I need just, my dose of hugging. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Oh, he loves it. The whole family is just a fucking yeah, amazing Yeah, I feel family. like your whole family is on that same, you guys are all on your same level, which I love. Like just Thank you. every time Tariq comes out and he's just like, yeah, it's a beautiful day. Like he's yeah. just all these two on that same Such level. Cool well, he's, he's my rock. I like, I might feel like... Uh, He's so well put together. Mm. There's no words for it. Yeah. He's yeah. just, he was, his mother was such an amazing parent. Like mm. she taught them not through words. She showed them how to live their life correctly. Mm-hmm. And then also when necessary used words. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's evident. Everything's like, I don't know. Yeah. We're in love with you guys. Atticus is in love with you guys. It's perfect. So we're, we're going to need to do this again sometime. Yeah. Sure. We, cause we could for talk sure. for 15 hours. We need to come straight, up with, so. like, now that we've kind of got the backstory, we can go into like specifics, like, hey, let's talk about this today and what, yeah. what this and how means. You got so, there. Yeah. Cause, yeah, I mean, hour and 15 in already. That's Boom. Just, oh, right. It doesn't seem like, it doesn't seem like it was that long. Time flies when you're having fun. It is. Well, especially like True. it's the same every time we talk to you. It's just like, man, you just feel good after like, so you want to keep talking. You want to keep learning. So we'll definitely do that. But where can people find you? Like if, if they want to contact you about the mats, about just coaching, whatever. In See general. who you are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you want to know more about the mats, you can go to Zion Mats on Facebook right now. And it'll just teach you about sound and light. Boom. Um, if you want to talk to me personally, my, I'm on Facebook. It's Arian Luck. You can put my yeah. link on there. Oh, yeah. yeah or you links. can call me or text me or whatever, and I will just do my best to help you be that, you know, life elevated that you want. That's exactly what that everybody you needs. want. That's the key thing, too. Whatever you're looking for. Yeah, your thing. Because mm-hmm. um, So one of my children's books, the whole thing is in black and white, except for the little boy's dream. That's mm-hmm. the only thing that makes his world colorful. That's cool. 
And as he grows that, that's how the picture progresses. So your life is the same thing. Whatever you decide to create and grow should be the thing that makes your life have color and not just be so blah. Mm. Dang. Boom. Yeah. It's so crazy. It's like TMNT. Mikey's mind gets blown in that moment. Yeah, that's right. It's like, blah. Yeah, no, I, we will <laughs> definitely have you back over. Yeah, and multiple, we'll post all that. You guys Multiple can find times, her. just because it's... We always feel better after you're here around. It's well, good. Awesome. That's 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 my intention is to spread the sound of love and the light of hope to the world that's really starving for some attention and some validation oh, right now. Yes, yeah, I mean, you're doing a great job. We all we all have that within ourselves. It's something that I committed to doing as a child. That when I saw somebody in need, to put my arm around them and help them, and I wasn't able to do it. Right. Yeah. Yep. And so now that I am able to do that mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, why not? But if you can you, do it. You do a great it. job. I know. You do a really good job. With you, your name and yours and Ty's names come up quite often in our conversations. Just well, we like you guys like, too. You're definitely Well, it's just cool. like, yeah, did you see or you talk to or you hear this, what they said, or someone was, and I'm just like, oh. And they're actually gorgeous looking people too. Yeah, just <laughs> super hot people. Even if you were ugly, we'd still love you. You're right. the depths of your core. It just yeah. makes it easier to talk to you if you know, it's easy to look at as well. <laughs> it's no. easy. It's easy to love your food. It's, you know, you just throw it on your plate and eat it, right? Mm-hmm. But when somebody puts flowers yeah, on it. Yeah, it makes it look better. Leaves, it's easier to palate. Yeah. it, you know. It's like, oh, look at this delicious meal. Exactly. <laughs> yes. No, that's, yeah, you guys are a delicious meal, that's for sure. For our souls. But anyway, thanks so much for coming over. Oh, you're oh welcome. Goodness. We're going to have you back yes. probably like once or twice a month just because this is the kind of the reason. <laughs> Even just talking is like a reset, but we'll, we'll be over to use that mat real quick, real soon. For yes. sure. Real quick, yes, real you soon. Yes. So anyway, uh, yeah. So I will put the, the links to Arian stuff on the show notes and in Instagram, Facebook, and all that. You can find us at the BFA underscore show on Instagram and the BFA show on Facebook. And you can find April at True Love Perk on Instagram and April Perkins on Facebook. And that sounds good to me. (laughs) Everybody have a good fucking day. Wake up, be fucking awesome, and don't be a dick. Positive vibes and thoughts.